Who's your daddy? Boom! We're off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy. His dress code is pajama formal. It's Zach Elias. What's up, buddy? Pajama formal is good times. Yeah, I, I need an elastic waist. I, I, buttons are too constricted. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. Make sure you're subscribing. Hit all our episodes. We're pretty much everywhere. I think we got a fun one today. Episode 126, I'm calling this Fight On. Do you get the reference? Fight On? No. It's a USC thing where I didn't know that, but I have an SC hat and I've been walking around the city and people just come up to you with a peace sign and go fight on. I'm like, Ooh, you OJ? Did you go there? Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into today's episode, Zach, why don't you tell everybody what we are drinking for this episode? We are drinking from the Widmer Brothers Brewery Trifecta from 1984. Good year. Green Skies Hazy IPA. I'm going to hate it, but I'm going to hate everything else that's left in your variety pack. So flame on. Is there any words about it? Inspired by the and brewed in the Pacific. We read this shit already. It's basically the same stuff. They just changed the ingredients in one of the lines. This is a bad eighth grade report where they have the same paragraph. They just take out a word and put in the new one for the other flavor that's put in. All the time. I, I got like. If, it, if I got an A, I used it every year for all of high school. Classics never die. Release the Kraken. Cheers. Well, I've got two pieces of KT tape across the, my back that are peeling, but that's a, that's a whole other story. What does KT tape stand for? Kinetic kinesiology or kinetic tape, whatever. Kinesio tape. I'll give you a partial yeah. credit on that, Zach. Yeah, you got to watch the guy do the video like three times when you get it right. There are and courses Marlene for likes it. your uh, Victoria's Secret shirt. That's sex. We'll talk about that. Episode 126, Fight On. I have a ton of topics tonight that all kind of relate to fighting, people fighting. I thought I hate this. The episode or? No, the episode's fine. Your shirt, not as much. This beer is no good. For people who just listen to this, you can find everything that I wear on everywhere. Putting stuff all over the internet just for people to catch. You can find everything he wears at Forever 21. Zach, we signed on early tonight. You sound like you've been on one. I don't have to deal with kids very often, but every now and then I do, and I have to say, congratulations. It is hard not strangling them on a daily basis. Yeah, especially when I'm a single parent tonight because my wife is at some viewing party for This Is Us. Sounds just awful. Diddling herself. I probably. That's what I'm going to do when I'm done with this thing. They got to stay in execution. So let's go. I went home this past weekend, Zach, and I got some spending time with my niece. She's turning 13. My nephew is 11. The little (laughs) one is five. Those two older kids couldn't not fight. It got to the point that I was literally like, I wanted to take them out places. I couldn't. I was like, I, I can't be in a car with these little brats. You're an only child. Your your wife's an only child. So you never really had that sibling hate each oh, other. No, I hate each other. But like, I have two half sisters, one of whom before the days of like the phone helping out with car rides, cried the entire state of Delaware on a trip to D.C. Oh, yeah. Over um, what? She didn't fucking say. She was like two. I thought this was like in her 20s. She was just crying the whole time. It might have been. She still might. I mean, I could see it. There's a world where Rachel cries the entire state of Delaware. But yeah, I was essentially an only child, and so was Jenna. So I, we never dropped the gloves. And I only saw the two of them. My other sisters dropped the gloves in their, like, one was in their late 20s, and the other was in her early 30s. Or maybe it was the other way around. Whatever it was, my dad let them go just to see how it would go. Rachel kicked the shit out of the other. Emily, like, just, just owned and they, it, it was the right thing to do. They had to do it. They were so yeah. at each other, they just went. I don't know, man. I don't remember growing up loving my sister the way you're supposed to, but we heard all the time, oh my God, you two are like the most best friends. You're so well-behaved. I remember like, we definitely had went to blows before. All right, there's Strons and Fairchild. <laughs> but these two kids were so bad. And the whole weekend, I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. And then finally... 
They got their phones taken away. Angels. Five-year-olds got a phone? No, not the five-year-old is actually pretty good, but they are such angels at this point, which, you know, I had that bit way before I saw it online, but kill the Wi-Fi in your house, it solves all the problems. Or it starts all the problems. So wait, Something. what ages are they again? I'm sorry. 13, 11, 5. The five-year-old 11, was fine. 11 has a phone? That's a thing? Everything. He's got all the stuff. It's really bad. That's too much technology. 11, phone? It makes what does he me- need to do? He calls broker? He's got a little piece these days. What? He's getting asked. We did a double date. Went out for snow cones. Who paid? Me. Obviously. So I don't know. He's out of peace. Maybe he's got a job. My niece is in middle school, and the younger one, he's getting there close. And we went to the little one's soft t-ball game, basically, at my old middle school, which I hadn't been at since probably mid-90s. And don't ask me how we got there, but my nephew shows me- The 50-yard line, that kind of- On the talk- They have their own. So I went to Franklin Middle School, FMS Fights on TikTok, where when fights break out in a school, kids take out their phones and videotape that as it's happening. Love it. Did you have fights at your school growing up? Rarely. Everybody got into like one at some point in their career. I got into one when I was in like seventh grade and I beat the crap out of an eighth grader. He was a real pill. But like, yeah, it made me dirt. It was great. Uh, He wasn't a big guy. Like, I mean, everyone that was like a rumble, but more that was like college. Like, High school fights, College? the circle would go around you. Yeah, like like the freshman football team wanted to beat up our entire fraternity house. Oh, like was, more like fraternity. It was like okay. a 40 on 12. You know, I thought you held meant our like, own. We held our own, but we lost. We I lost. was imagining like in the lecture hall, that's probably not happening. But No, like 12 of them beat up 40 of us. It was awful. When Julia found this out, she was irate. She's like, I would never let my kid go to a school that had fights. And I just remember going, every yeah, every school has fights. All yeah, of them. Homeschool this kid. And still, there might be a rumble. But the fact that the homeschool. they're putting that on the internet these days, it makes you go, is that making it better or worse? Neither. It's just making it more exciting. It's like, you don't have to pay for paper. And a good kid fight is awesome. Listen, nothing ever happened. But like, it, it goes to the ground, a few punches. No one knows what they're doing. It's great. Circle forms around them in a second. I don't know where all these people come from, but it's an immediate, you know, circle. It's like the watching ch- the horror. <laughs> It'll be great. They bring in a chair, and they, like a they chicken might. fight almost. Macho man. You mentioned pay-per-view. Let's segue to another topic of people that used to be on pay-per-view that are getting into politics. I don't know where politicians should come from because I don't think they should be lifelong politicians. Like Jesse the Body Ventura? He was on pay-per-view. Jesse the Body. But more specifically, there's two elections coming up that I heard about. And I have a patient right now. She's a lovely Filipino woman. And she was telling me about Manny Pacquiao and how he's running for he's president. Been, yeah, he runs for everything. I thought he already was dictator of the country. But he apparently, this yeah. is the big jump for him. Now, I don't know enough to say anything. But my lady the other day tells me that he is the most uneducated person and has zero chance of winning the president. And the guy they currently got, how's he doing? I is thought he like a warlord? Dude, I thought he already was this big thing and they're telling me how i didn't know that he was dumb i had no idea i just assumed you could win on popularity but this is a big jump for him it is popularity the philippines election's like eighth grade the same way a guy that sh- could be on the mount rushmore for ufc you've never heard of him bj penn is running for governor of hawaii which he, the guy has no brain cells left anyway so if he wins great it can only help things I, mean, I guess i don't think we should have people that have been doing politics since they're 15 but at the same time i don't think we need arnold schwarzenegger coming in and being the governor out of nowhere like, where, where do we get cop politicians from are you okay with these people running i don't know i don't really want to run the problem with the job is that anyone qualified and i wouldn't mind being mayor of new york. Oh, say, you're like, I, I don't want to run the hell you don't i want to be mayor of new york i don't want to be president i don't want to be governor i don't want to live in Albany. fuck that noise that said 
anyone qualified to actually do this job well doesn't want to do the job because doing something much better or meaningful or pays a hell of a lot more. So you're left with the cream of the crap. You're left with whatever's left. It's shit. It's like DeVito and Twins. That's who runs for politics. It's all these sleazy guys. So there's that. Or like washed up athletes. So, I mean, Anthony Gonzalez, B-level receiver for the Colts is like some- Tony Gonzalez? Not Tony Gonzalez. I take him too. Anthony, the white bald guy. Me? You, yeah. He looks like you actually. He's a senator or a congressman or a governor or something. These guys have nothing better to do. But some of them would be good. I would take Charles Barkley as governor of Alabama. They've been asking for him for years. Really? I didn't know that. I I don't know. I heard these people running and I'm thinking to myself, who are they to think that they should be running for a big spot? But who am I to think that I should have a podcast? Yeah, I mean, but... Why not them? I mean, they've got a following. They've got a platform. Some of them aren't dumb. I don't know. Peyton Manning's a smart guy. That's literally what people say about us. That we're not Except dumb. for the smart part. Yeah, they have a following. They have a platform. That's it. Yeah, so we should run for something. Ooh, do I get to be in charge or am I your lieutenant? Uh, I don't know. You be in charge because then you go, that's when who goes down first. And I slide right in and everyone loves that guy. On who? Who am I sliding in on? Whoever's in front of me. Whoever's there. I'm sure people know that there's a little bit of a war going on right now between Russia and the Ukraine. Breaking exactly. news. The story we broke right here. I speak no Russian, none at all. But patients love if you just put in this much effort into saying something in their language. I have a lady right now; she's Ukrainian. The other day, I go to leave. On her, I go to leave, and on the way out, I've been trying to understand her broken English the whole time. I say "dosvidanya," right? At which point, most of my patients will turn and go, "You speak Russian?" Which Come on, I know one word. (laughs) This lady gave me the business. She goes, eh, that is Russian. I do not speak Russian. I speak Ukrainian. And I'm thinking, isn't it the same? Or you know know what I was getting at type of deal? Das Ukrainia. Like, come on. (laughs) Well, it's always like people from Ukraine understand and speak Russian. Although I do know Ukrainian is a different language. This lady was so mad at me for saying that. It's not the same thing. How dare you get those confused? I just said, listen, lady, I dared. I took a risk. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Yeah, Leave I me alone. Come on. So there's armies in the Ukraine. I was going to save this for Pisha Duo of the Week, but the other big one, which happened almost a week ago, because we have these episodes that, you know, get we come out five days later. Iron Mike Tyson on the airplane, Zach. What are people doing thinking that you can poke a bear and not get the shit kicked out of you? Yeah, but you might get a check at the end of it. So sometimes it's worth poking the bear and taking the beating. You think so? Will he get a check? I don't know. Maybe not for that. But at times, like that guy who flipped out on that flight and got dragged out well when filmed. The doctor? Got, like, I remember that. Yeah, $10 million. He got I got a, a lot of money. Done. Right. So he did all right. He took a little bit of a bass kicking from a stewardess, but he made a big check at the end. Everyone has a camera now. Everyone's Walter Cronkite, so you poke the right bear, you pays out. You're poking that bear, buddy? No, I'm not poking that bear. Apparently, they say that as as far as a box, nobody hit with more force. Nobody in the history of boxing hit harder than that guy. I'm not poking that bear. I don't care how old he is. Maniac. Does he have money? I had no. He's been broke like nine times. On my list of Pisha Duo of the Week candidates, I basically just compile a list and take the best ones every week. It's my version of SNL, where you know he's selling. Unwatchable, by the way, with Lizzo. (laughs) I have a good story about that. I have on my list the Pisha Duo of the Week. Mike Tyson selling. You know he's in the weed business right now, right? Bite of the ear they took from Holyfield shaped edible gummies. Good for him. I know it's been on my list to talk about for a month, and I've been like, eh, do I really want to talk about this? You should do. I think, listen, do do what works. We'll see. If you could sell a line of ridiculous pink sweatshirts and make that kind of money, you would. Let's talk about this pink sweatshirt. I I didn't think it would make it this long to get there, but. All we've talked about. (laughs) I'm struggling right now, dude. 
Julia had a big premiere party last night where we went into the city. No, you didn't get an invite. She barely got a plus one. Fully aware I didn't get an invite. (laughs) She's working on a new show on Showtime. It's called Z-Way. It premieres, I think, later this week where I got all the swag. I got a little heart here. A clear tote bag, which Julia goes, oh, look, we can bring this to NFL games. I'm like, no, you have to buy the NFL thing. You can bring that if you want. But you're going to look like the biggest loser in the place. Say I won't. When the Ravens come smash the Jets later this year, I'm We're bringing going. my clue. But, yes, I'm, I'm going to request that game from my uncle, and you will be one of my plus two. Love it. So, Zach, I go to this premiere party last night where we have to go. They give us hoodies at the end of it, which I didn't know about. And if you don't think I'm going to wear this everywhere, I love it. Although it does look like a white sweatshirt that you threw a red sock in the wash because it has that pale pink. I didn't know I was supposed to wear pink last night. The show was actually, the second season, way better than the first. So I do recommend people watching it. it ha- she interviews people. It's it's a very left-leaning BLM, but I always compare That's it to- Lesbian Billy on the street? <laughs> no, no, no. It's a sit-down talk show. It reminds me a lot of the Ali G show back in the day where they interview people and they're in on the joke, but it's kind of a trying to catch a moment. The guy last night was Charlemagne the God, who you have no idea who I that is. I know who he is. Do you? Yeah, I do, actually. Other than the fact that his studio was right next to where you play softball, you know something about him. I don't know anything about him. I've seen him on TV. I couldn't. Put, right. If he walked in right now with a name tag on, I wouldn't know him. But I know who he is. Really? Oh, I would I would know him very much. So, I, Zach, I took a nap for the second day in a row, just struggling. So, And I, I put, asked you, by the way, you took, I said something. I just woke up from a nap. My quote was, are you hiring? Like, what do you do all day? I work, came home. Had a pretzel bun hot dog and then took a nap. That was my day today. I, I, I want it. Ever since our dipping episode, which is taking over the internet, I I've been it. using so much more yellow mustard. I'm like, oh, I should have put on my list. He was right. He was Deli, right. Deli, not yellow. Deli. No. Mustard. Goyish mustard. Ew. No. It's so goyish. Dak, this premiere party last night, everybody there is just like seen and want to be seen. There were people that were in the show that I then mingled with and they're all like, oh, so what do you do? And I just like, I'm a doctor. Not and I tell much, it, man. And they look at me like, so you're supposed to say, and I'm just giving them the like, I know you know that I know who you are, and I'm not saying anything about it. And I, their people were very nice, and I met some funny people. The couple highlights of the night were one, your girl Chloe Feinerman was there. Zach, girl, you love her. I'm standing three feet from this girl. If I coughed loudly, she falls over. She is 85 pounds soaking wet. You love it. She was there. The other guy was famous, just dropping names, Eric Andre, who I knew exactly who he was. And all I want to say I was- I used to be friends with his like writer guy. I, I don't know what he's in to be like, I loved you in this, but he never got close to me. So I didn't have to say nothing. anything to he's him. He's like in every, anything for three seconds, but everyone knows who he is. So he just makes it off being Eric Andre. Right. And then I sent that to some people and they're like, oh, he's in the new Jackass. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. Cool. But the real highlight of the night was everybody there is a writer. I, I think I've come to the conclusion that being a writer in television means you're a performer that didn't quite cut it or you couldn't get into it. So there was a guy there that Julian needed to talk to him anyways. And finally, I was like, oh, so like, what do you do? And he goes, oh, well, I'm a writer. I said, anything I've ever seen? He goes, I write for SNL. I have no idea who this guy is. And Zach, your pencil had more personality than this guy. He was so dull, so dreary. So yeah, next, you know, about what the SNL skits have been. I am, I don't know, four whiskeys deep at this point, And I just start being me. I had this guy laughing and I was like, and like real laughing. Couldn't tell you what I said, but it was one of those. I wanted to just drop the You're mic and walk out. In four days. That's what you said. He's just going to, he's going to steal from you. Guarantee. As he should. I asked him one question that I remember was, do you ever go back and watch your skits? Because I know sometimes we do these episodes and we'll go back the next day and it comes out way better or way worse. He goes, 
No. Good move. He said, if I missed something, but no, I never rewatch anything. And I was just like, wow. That was very strong. Yeah, I kept on calling him Justin Long's older brother because it's kind of who he looked like. Maybe with a little bit of the bearded guy from Silicon Valley. That is where I got my swag from. I do plan on wearing this. I spent Saturday at the American Dream Mall and Tracy Morgan's entourage. It was quite the scene. I'm going next weekend. Yeah, I, I, do, I was, do you I want to talk free, about this? I wasn't going to bring it up. I mean, I, I was fine. It was. What it did you guys have for lunch? There's a lot of great food in that place. Did they bring lunch in? They did bring lunch in. They ordered it pizza, but an obscene amount of Popeyes. It actually was delicious, <laughs> and that is how I broke Passover early on Popeyes chicken and the beer we had last week. He was a nice guy, uh, and you know, but it, every two seconds, photo ops, photo ops, like fans catcalling him. I asked him, like, does that suck? Does that get annoying? He looks at me, and goes, I love it. Couldn't get enough. It would make me insane. Maybe insane standing next to him having people ask for pictures. But then you asked for a picture. You asked for a picture. We got one with Zoe and her friends, and he was happy to do with all the kids. But, you know, if I was just a guy and wasn't, like, hanging there, I wouldn't ask. True or false, Zoe is smarter than he is. Um, Definitely at a higher reading. Uh, He did have a brain injury, to be fair. He did. And, and, you know, he he was doing all right. He walks slow. Like, he asks us to help people in this group to help him, like, you know, stand up. You have to pull him up. So does Eric. That's true. They They go to the same dietician, clearly. Both of them are, uh, you know, rotund. Anyway, he was a nice guy. He just wasn't, there's not a lot of substance there. And he was working out some material that he was going to do that night. Working it out where? With the parents. Oh, he was just telling stories and doing shtick? Yeah. I do that a lot. That's good. It wasn't very good. <laughs> All right, Zach. Moving on to Pisha Do of the Week. I got nine candidates and a bonus one for you. Oh Let's get into this. I think, did you send me this article about Garrett Cole from last week, or yep. did I just see that? I sent it to you. Tell the he story. He did it on Tuesday. It Tell the killer. story. So, like, literally, as we were, you know, a literati, it's me where uh, he had a thing last week where he was going to give 600 MacBooks, some, like, school in the Bronx that needs it. And the only catch was he was just being, like, cheeky. Yeah, I got to go two innings. He's yeah, a pitcher you- for the Yankees who is one of the best pitchers in baseball and makes all the money. Yeah, he got shelled that night. Shortest <laughs> outing of his career, an inning and two-thirds. Now, I don't know if he actually gave the MacBooks. He shouldn't have because who are we without our principles and, and without our word? I mean, why don't you just say I'm giving them to the kid? Why even put a stipulation on it? What an idiot. And he got rocked. He got his tits lit. Scott's tots be- all over again. I love it. He shouldn't it. have given it. I think, you know, stick to your guns. Candidate the second. I don't know the whole story, but apparently there was a 10-year-old boy who stole some potato chips at a bodega somewhere, and the cop came, took the kid, traumatized him, threw him in the back of a police car just to scare him, let him go, and they raised all the ruckus. Who's that? The people that were in his community that lived there. I talked with many people. The kid or the cop or the people? The the, people, People are reacting like, how dare that cop do anything like this? And I thought... Good for them. Scare the kid. Ten year he kid well, yeah, he stole. Did the punishment fit the crime? I don't know, but he stole something. They scared him. They try to scare him straight, whether it worked or not. Do it again? I hope not. Then he then it worked. So you're on board, you're the same thing with me. Yeah, eye for an eye. The best revenge is revenge. Absolutely. Cops just stolen something from him. Here, I'm not I'm taking your bed. Enjoy. Like, go big. (laughs) Taking your bed? Yeah. He steals chips. You steal his pillow with Blankie. I promise you he won't do it again if you steal his bed. (laughs) Next candidate. This story went very under the radar. The Army Golden Knights, I think that's the college, they have a whole parachute team. Oh, God. They did a 
coordinated jump into Washington Nationals Park or something. Apparently, nobody got the memo about that. They had to evacuate. They thought they were being raided. What in the hell? Amazing. Make a phone call. Let us know you're... That was insane. As amazing as that is, I heard, I heard that. Who is the singular piece should do there? Like the GM, the, the head of security for the Nats Park, just all of it? I assume you should do some signature thing where if I'm the person saying, hey, we're doing this, get a signature, hold somebody accountable to say, yeah. oh, yeah, this day, this is when we're doing it. Or it's just a he said, she said. Or an email, something with a paper trail. All right, I got you. Number four, I think I sent this to you, the Texas Juco pitcher who absolutely blew up the guy coming around third base. He should do it. It's amazing. Do we know why he hit that guy? The guy had to talk smack as he was rounding he the bases, right? Yeah. If you haven't seen the video, it was a it's baseball game. <laughs> it's up there where somebody hits a home run. They're doing. They're in their trot, and the pitcher makes a beeline for third base. Ray Lewis is this guy, not stabs him, just hits him. Bench is clear. Juco pitcher, by the way, uh, suspended for the rest of the year. He's done. Worth it. Worth it. Because <laughs> you know what? You'll never know who he is unless he goes pro, becomes something. But that video will live on forever. A Juco baseball player is not going pro. That's Grom. Yeah, how's that working out, buddy? He's not getting tackled. Janet, number five. Trader Joe's went viral this past weekend. Apparently, they're selling kosher for Passover challah. Explain that one to me. K for P. Yeah. You can't. They basically, they were selling Jewish bread. I don't get it. <laughs> and it said kosher for Passover. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got nothing. That, that's actually very high on my list. It's pretty good. I feel bad about the next guy because he was doing very good things for my fantasy team. But your boy, Miles Strong, outfielder for the Cleveland Guardians, going back and forth with fans. What are you doing? Why do you care? Shut up and hit the ball. Yeah. So he's the idiot? I think he's the idiot in the situation. Let the fans, unless they throw something. Which they did! And it rained on them! Oh, I thought it was a verbal back and forth first. First! Did you see the outfield? It was littered. Littering and? Littering and? Exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. They were jawing. I don't know why you go back and forth. Um, Yeah. Let your, let your bat do the talking. The one time I actually got a response from an a, from any athlete was a jawing. I remember Mike Morse. And he went like four for four and torched the Mets and, and then looked up at us with a smug smile. These things happen. Do you know the story when we went to Baltimore last year? With, I wasn't there. I know. But there was a guy sitting two seats down from us that was giving Lindor all the business. And this was when Lindor was struggling to the point that Dominic Smith from the dugout turns and was like, knock it off enough. They shouldn't be doing that. And it was like, oh, I can't believe he did that. Oh, I would have doubled down. So when you get someone else to fight your battle for you, I would double down on Lindor. I went to a game once, Orioles-Yankees, and the Yankees bullpen. Sorry, my buddy was a Yankees fan. He's just giving somebody in the Orioles bullpen all the business. He, The guy and then puts his hand up and gives my buddy the finger. I was like, that was, that was great. And I, I was there like, good for you, man. Next candidate. There is something going viral these days on definitely on TikTok where girls will say something like, oh, I met this sugar daddy. And then they start posting all these pictures with dirty old men, the same guy. And it's very clear that it's their boyfriend, husband, fiance with an old person filter on it. I think these things are very stupid. I'm just hoping that there ends up being a weight addition filter that we can do to reciprocate. Like addition, like make someone fat? Yes, nothing. Nah, doesn't doesn't do it for me. Next candidate, Tanta Marlene, fresh off of her trip from. She's a we should do Tanta Marlene from Nashville. I saw her Nashville. this past weekend. She showed me all her pictures. A lot of good stories. A lot of good time. She somehow ended up in a men's bathroom, whether it was to look at something 
something or to to look at something. She shows me Zach a picture of a urinal that you know starts about chest level and goes all the way to the floor. And I just looked at her like, so she goes, have you ever, have you ever seen anything like that? Is crazy. I went. I love the floor every, length ones. Every elementary school bathroom has those. And a good steakhouse where they're wide. I love a good steakhouse bathroom. That, it was a tour of a men's room? What are you talking about? What kind of tour was this? I love when the urine has ice in it. That's fantastic. Oh, I like, there's a bar in Hoboken where they have a little soccer ball that hangs from the urinal. I love those things you can like play with. Yeah. I think right now, Aunt Marlene is learning so much about men's bathrooms that anything that we're saying right now. And if you tap the guy's foot under the stall, uh, oh, sorry, go on. (laughs) The last candidate for B to do of the week. If you're not watching Winning Time on HBO, it's absolutely fantastic. I talk about it every week. It's a the retelling of. Tell me it's good or it's bad, or it's good or it's bad. The real Jerry West, who is yeah. depicted not so great in this show, is suing HBO because they're making him look like a drunken idiot. I think he's an ass. There's no way that this show is taking somebody who went to church every Sunday and went home to his family and turning him into a, a drunk. There has oh, no. to be a Those little truth behind. Must be true. Yeah, must be. The best analogy I heard online was somebody said, "If you've ever seen a caricature drawing, what you do is you take the person and you just look like, oh, their ears are a little big, you make them ginormous. Oh, their nose is a little slanted, make it take all the way to the right." I assume Jerry West had a little bit of a drinking thing back in the day, and they're just blowing this guy up. I think it's probably pretty spot on. I think all these things had consulted. Garrett Cole, 10-year-old steals chips and get arrested. Army, Golden Knights, parachute. Texas, Juco pitcher makes a tackle. Trader Joe's, coaster for Passover, Hala, Miles Strong, old filter compilation. Tunta not knowing that Nashville urinals or anything can go to the ground. Jerry West suing HBO is number nine, and I'm not getting into it, but... Do you want to throw in Johnny Depp trial pooping on beds just because P should do no. P should do? Okay. Yeah. What do you I like, Zach? I honestly think it's Garrett Cole. I love that Marlene went to a bathroom tour and, and didn't know what was doing in there. But I can't give it to her for that. Her other story was she took pictures of homeless people with signs. This is her. One guy had a sign that said, I don't want money. I want weed. He didn't get any money. Another guy had a sign that said, trying to go micro to Mandingo. He got all the money. It's great. If, if you met her and you know her, she was so happy about this. That's the great. Aunt Marlene, can you define Mandingo? I don't know what it means. Just put it in the chat. Uh, be thorough. What's a Nubian? All right, Zach. We are skipping this week of trivia because we want to do a little new segment here. We're shell-shocked from the Oriole trivia. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm just waving the white flag. Zach, you and I, we go back and forth. We have our rants. We interrupt each other. I thought it would be fun for each of us just to take a second and let the other person talk. So I will let you start with something that's on your mind or I can go first. I'm going. It is a sick, sick world out there. Now, my sister ended up getting scammed for... So I told Alan it's a cat scam. I think he probably is a doctor, though I'm a cat scam, but no. So a girl at my office found a website. It was sent to her where there was a three-day countdown clock to euthanasia for the cutest kitten you could ever imagine. So everyone's panicking now because this kitten's going to get killed pretty much on like live internet. I send uh, to all my cat, crazy cat lady friends, someone's got to adopt this kitten. Our office is all in shambles, scattered. All my other cat friends say they can't. My sister takes the hook. She goes, oh, I would love to. The cat's too cute. It's beyond. We'll give it a good home. And then the woman doesn't show up. Then the woman asks my sister for $50 for the adoption stuff which my sister then pays her. And then it turns out that the woman's in Jersey. It was a whole scam. Who the hell scams people with threatens to kill a cat? 
The cat probably didn't even exist. My dad looked at it and goes, there's no way a cat euthanasia countdown clock is even legal. So yes, cat scam, very, it, the whole thing is awful. I've lost total faith in humanity. We're all worse people for this. And now I've got to buy 30 pounds of litter from my sister. So the only one who really loses here is me. But here we go. And that's my time. <laughs> Don't fuck with cats is the rule with that, I guess. The whole thing was bananas. I'm not thrilled with American Girl either, that my daughter went there and the American Girl's clothes are more expensive than my clothes. The the sheets are better sheets too. They have a meal with a doll. The whole thing is is just one big money drain. Uh, Go on. I actually hate cats. I couldn't care less, but apparently it's a thing. If anybody listens to this podcast, usually in the first couple minutes, you hear a little ding-a-ling in the back. For the people that don't know, Zach, tell them what that is. That's my cat loudly eating. Every podcast. You didn't do it tonight. The hell she didn't. Food gone. Food is gone. (laughs) I got one for you today then. I want to talk about chugging. I don't know when beer chugging became such a popular thing to do and teach online, but it's gotten out of hand. Tell me you're a wannabe bro without telling me you're actually a tool. Gone are the days of slamming a natty light, crushing the can on your head. Maybe there was a connection of CTE, although... Frat boys and football players have the same number of brain cells anyways, so who cares? Opening your throat and throwing liquid down your gullet as quickly as possible is a skill that translates into absolutely nothing. Pounding and keeping down a gallon of milk from a cow? Now that's impressive. Better yet, try making it a bull. The only time I want to see a drink getting chugged is when you've been nursing that pint like an underpaid ICU worker and it's time to leave the bar. I'm out. Stole that from Kingpin. The one joke I definitely did. Yeah, but still there, pretty good. But wait, so I, chugging a beer has now become like a thing? It, it's, it's a viral sensation. It's I've people teaching you how to do it. It's, it's too much. Just, wait, I've never I just hate it. Video of it. I hate the fact that there are people going, when did we, you've been around, chug, chug, chug. Like, shut up. I don't care. I've never seen someone teaching someone else how to chug. Forget teaching. You've been there where people are chugging beers, and they think they're cool because of it. We've all chugged a beer and thought we were pretty fucking cool. Shotgunning is better than chugging. I don't like shotgunning. It's oh. you had your key in there. That means the key was was in the lock is dirty. It bothers me. The fact oh, that people think it's a cool thing, it's not. Okay. Keg standing, is that still cool? Who's your daddy the podcast? Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope everybody had fun. I laughed a bunch. Make sure you're keeping up with these episodes. <laughs> we're, gonna, a lot of this one. we're gonna keep it going. Passover's over. What's coming up? Anything good? We almost have Stinko de Mayo. Are you a Star Wars nerd? Are you going to do the like May the 4th thing? Because I, I hate might. that. I don't love it, but I still might. I like that more than like pie day. There's a million like pizzas and lattices of pie. May the 4th. I don't not do it. Yes, Kenny, my heart. I love that you uh, Kenny, my heart. NFL draft. The Jets are going to do great. And Marlene Simon Schnitzer is getting married. We're going to a wedding this upcoming weekend. We out. All right.